Damn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast. It's your boy, Keem. And Chuck, what And up? we host the Morning Dinner Podcast, which is a podcast based out of Las Vegas, where we sit down and have interviews with creatives, entrepreneurs, and hustlers. And today, we got Moose the coolest. And if you guys stick yo, around, yo. you're going to find out why we call him Moose. Hey, what, what up, Moose? How's it going, y'all? What's how's up? What's up? How's your day, bro? She was cool, man. I had to go to sound check earlier. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, now I'm just trying to preserve my voice. Sorry if I have to speak in this like really like chill that voice. radio yeah. voice, you know, because I'm <laughs> trying to preserve it. Uh, yeah, I got to perform in an hour. So, hey, real quick, sure. can we just give it up for that intro, bro? That was that was price. That was good. That was pretty good. That was, good. Good. That was, that was, really was priceless. Yeah, yeah. I fucked it up already. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounded like radio <laughs> professionals. Yeah, so, good. so real quick, man, can you give the people a quick rundown, like who you who you are and what you do? Um, I'm a musician and I'm a DJ. Um, I've been making music for about 13 years of my life, you know. Um, and uh, I started DJing recently about five years ago yeah and yeah man I, I, I'm you know as we were talking about earlier like my 10,000 hours is in audio and music and like I, that's the one thing I learned I learned as a young a young kid I was like oh wow this is what I love to do you know music is everything to me so yeah. so so when oh, you yeah. when, so when you say you you put your 10,000 hours in music you mean from recording to mixing and yeah. kind of go being an all-around audiophile right all encompassing yeah like I, I you know as majority of people I, I i wanted to be a musician i wanted to rap and i wanted to sing you know like mm-hmm. and uh I, that's where i started as a song as an mc you know and then fr- uh from there i i went to uh i took a concert band class yeah in, in sixth seventh grade yeah in middle school and i used to live in hawaii you know and uh uh they taught us music theory and that changed the game for me you know like kanye west was like my idol yeah. was my idol um <laughs> and, uh, and like you know he was he was both he was an artist and a producer and i wanted to emulate him so yeah that's dope yeah that's it's, how cra- it it's crazy how you think about it back and back back in the day an artist was either an artist or a producer yeah. or an engineer right it wasn't yeah. like all encompassing it was kind of like you stay in your lane mm-hmm. but nowadays with the everything. accessibility to technology now you can now you can be everything yeah you know and a lot of it too is um people do it out of necessity you know because mm-hmm. for me exa- for example for me like i needed beats to rap on and at the time it was like 2007 i was like in ninth grade you know what i'm saying and like at the time like they were selling beats on SoundClick. i don't know if y'all remember that yeah but, like, SoundClick. SoundClick. it was like we're bringing them back <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it had like 25 hundred dollar beats and at the time i didn't really have that much i didn't have money you know what i'm yeah. saying so i was like fuck, I, gotta, I gotta learn how to make my own shit you know what i'm yeah. saying so yeah and then you know 13 years later here here we are you know what i mean Nice. So, so what kind of music you said, you said rap and, and singing, right? Is that that's the kind of music that, that you like um, to make? So yeah, I, you know, I switch it up all the time. I'm I uh I my my music I want to describe it as like hip hop R and B. You know, if it was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, you know what I'm saying? That's what, uh, that's, oh, that's how that's how I want to describe it. But yeah, it's it's um you know influenced by all my you know everybody i grew up on i grew up on motown and r&b when i was a kid you know my mom put, played a lot of r&b and motown in the house and soul music and then infused with all my uh inspirations like kanye uh, outcast pharrell you know um, classic just you know just really soulful stuff shit was uh, stevie wonder is like my my biggest inspiration mm-hmm. too you know and like just and all, like all of that infused into one thing you know so mm-hmm. yeah. let's give it up for how smooth you sound right now bro yeah, oh, man, I was gonna now, say because you have your you, you have your own podcast too, right? I do. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask you this question: What as an artist? Because you you say you've been making me 
music for 13 years. Mm. What does what made you decide to start your own podcast? First of all, and you were like, let's step into that. You know, was it just your love for audio? Period. Like yeah, that too. That's included with it. Um, I've been listening to podcasts for the last five, six years of my life. Now I've it's it's like the new radio, right? Yeah. It's the new it's, it's it's new long form audio, and it's so it's so there's so much freedom in it, you know, with the way we were able to talk about everything we want to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, um, I listened to, you know, a bunch of podcasts and I was like, damn, I, I know, I, I know I could interview people and, and, and talk to my homies and just, you know, yeah. just get real, get real psychedelic and get, yeah. you know, talk <laughs> introspective and like talk about, you know, astro, uh, astro, astronomy, you know what I'm saying? Not astronomy. You, you gotta go back. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm not as astrological at all. Yeah. But, um, anyway, yeah, you know, I love, that aspect of it and uh, you know I, even I, I listen to the usuals like Bill Simmons I listen to Joe Rogan you know mm-hmm. um, yeah but um, I, I'm just a big fan of the platform I was like I gotta I need something to um, for 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 my friends and um, fellow peers in Las Vegas and you know all the homies all over the world you know what I'm saying to <laughs> for us to be able to speak and chop it up with on yourself so yeah Nice, nice. Yeah. So, Courtside Nosebleeds, just to plug it, is the name of the podcast, Courtside Nosebleeds. I'll have these two on eventually. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, yeah. So, and a uh, quick thing, <laughs> just going back, like, when you were into producing, I know you, uh, Kanye and everything, but mm. were you into the SoundCloud realm at that point? Yeah. Uh, my first year SoundCloud was 2009, 2010. I think that's when mm. I first uh, opened my account. And that's, yo, I always tell people this, man. SoundCloud is like, was a, is an era. It still is, you know? It's, yeah, but yeah it's, for sure. But it, it's not the same. Definitely not the same. Yeah. But the, there was an era where SoundCloud was everything, you know? like, And, you know, there's this whole, uh, I know it's kind of derogatory, but they call cloud rappers you know what i'm saying like they <laughs> they came from soundcloud that's how they i mean discovered. like sango but Gold yeah Link, if you think about all it them, all the producers yeah, all yeah. the all the r&b artists that we think of daniel caesar i remember when get you had like thirty thousand plays yeah I remember yeah, you know I mean? tight, yeah you know and then like obviously the soul action gang Wasn't and all Tory the producers Lanes too Tory Lanes. everybody yeah, came from there chance came from there yeah. chance the rapper you know what i'm saying so um yeah just think about it like soundcloud is everything by the way super sidebar but like i'm about to hit a million plays all time on soundcloud oh, i think, I think I'm, I'm, I'm like uh projecting next week so i'm excited for that you know Yo, what I'm that's saying? High, bro. i might have to drop something new on soundcloud you know what I mean? like a mix of something you know well but, speaking of dropping something new you just recently dropped a new product Project called yes. Universe. Yes. Y O U Universe. Y O Universe. Yes. Yeah. What, what, what was the, the the thought process behind it? Like, why did you decide to make that project specifically? Um, the album was coming together. Uh, I want to say middle 2017. I dropped an EP called City Never Sleeps. Um, shout out to City Never Sleeps. Shout out to everybody that's on that. Um, and and like the whole reasoning be- behind this is because I my hard drive crashed. Like like I want to say. Uh, late 2016 so I lost everything I've Damn. ever made pictures everything you I know what I'm saying feeling. you know how it is and like <laughs> it, it sucks so I was like man I gotta find a new sound I gotta yeah. find a new bounce and that's the first track on the album. It was just like that was the first song I made. It was like me trying to figure out a new sound, how I wanted to present this this new identity that I had, and everything I was going through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And universe, um, the actual that name was actually um, shout out to my boy Mikey Gaite, uh, Mike at Mikey Connect on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? That's shout my brother. He, he he did the artwork on the album, but he had a hat that he had dropped. I want to say 2015, 16, and said universe on. I was like, damn, that's dope, man. Full circle, it came around. Like, yeah. and I was. Think, trying to think of a title to like describe this um this 
album that I had just made. I was like, what is what should this be called? Universe was the name. But anyway, yeah, that's you know. And was, he actually did the cover for the yep, Universe, right? Yeah, he did shot the artwork. I and, shot. I saw the, yeah. the behind the scenes yeah, post. Yeah, the artwork I posted was on. really. He nice. murdered that. Damn, he murdered that. Yeah, say. yeah. I actually got to meet Mikey one time at a coffee shop. We we're doing like an edit session. Hmm, okay. You know, that's a nerdy thing that we do in 2019, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know, so we just meet up at coffee S- shops and squad sessions. Yeah, bro, bro squad <laughs> sessions. Like exactly. you know, you got Photoshop, Lightroom on. You know what I mean? No, it's so cool because like that's what the community in Las Vegas is becoming like the art community and just you know like the talent the talent the talent level in Vegas is so amazing right now mm-hmm. you know and and I'm loving how everyone's coming together you know yeah, yeah. and like you know so I, f- I feel like like we're, we're we're at this one point where like we're all we all know it's coming Whereas like it's it's about to be like really popping and we're all like right right there just waiting for it to happen right there we're at the yeah. edge of it you know what I mean I always I always um, you know whenever I have conversations like this with people I always say like it's all about the quality work and and doing the right making the right moves making the right relationships you know because you know at the end of the day the talent's been here I want to say you know uh, I want to say. The past generation of MCs and musicians and artists have have been here. They've been killing it. At some point, though, you know, there's a time where it transitions to the next generation. You know, and like now, this new generation of cats. I mean, a lot of them are transplants, but you know, there's us, like people are locals too. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by transplants? Like they moved from somewhere else to Vegas. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay, I, didn't, I, I know it was a term. That's yeah, tight. That's <laughs> I, I'm a transplant too. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm from. I was born in the Philippines, uh, raised in Hawaii, and then I moved to Vegas in high school. So I'm a transplant too. But how many, how many years have you been? In Vegas though, uh, since 2006. So yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, I call You're Vegas. From Vegas. I call Vegas home, bro, because yeah. like I became a man out here, man. You know, so definitely, um, yeah, I, I definitely rep for Vegas, man. But anyway, yeah. So it's 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 on the time is coming, you know. And it's not like this thing where um, the industry is gonna start coming to Vegas and like they're gonna start looks. No, it's it's already here. Like this is the entertainment capital of the world mm-hmm. as far as like multimedia, nightlife, all that. It's here already. It's just that a lot of the people in control are people who are out are outside corporations you know what i'm saying yeah. corporations big large corporations outside from an, uh, elsewhere you know what i mean right and there's going to be a point in time when the people in position of power people making decisions will be us you know what i'm saying las vegas yep. right and that's that's all i care about is that um you know us putting everyone in in the right position so that we are the ones making the decisions the ones booking the talent ones yeah. that's, i was um, going to say do yeah. you, do you ever feel like like there's a like there's some there's things in Vegas that haven't happened yet that you just know are coming like you know like like you said like a, maybe a, a major record label based out of here and then you know or maybe like a talent agency for yeah. for artists or mm-hmm. something like that that hasn't been established yet but it's because it, it's also because Vegas is so young yeah as, you know the culture of and, it. and that's one thing I, I hope that everyone remembers is that this city's so young man like yeah. um, a lot of this is is just brand new and, and like there's this renaissance that's going on I want to say the last five six years that's just like you yeah. saw that turn you saw it turn because bef- before that it was just waves of shit waves of yeah. culture you know it, it pick yeah. up and then it go back down and then pick up and go back and, down and you know it, we're not gonna we're not gonna disparage any other generation oh, or yeah, anything yeah, but sure. at the same time though it's like you're not gonna say that we were eager to see this this is the first time in my opinion I'm like oh wow Mm-hmm. I like a lot of this shit. A lot mm-hmm. of the music coming out. A lot of the clothes is being designed. A lot of the dis- designers and uh, you know artwork. You know, right? The videos out here, dope. You know, what I mean, everyone's kind of like 
had to had to grow and had to level up <laughs> level up into this level to this point now and it's only gonna be up from here you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah everyone has to stay patient stay grinding keep the head stay keep the head down and just work you know like like beefs or social media bullshit all that shit is whack you know what i'm saying it's all about it's all about um you know growing within you know what I'm saying growing ourselves and yeah. make sure we're all like you know amazing plants that and trees that, and it's gonna be a beautiful forest you know what I'm saying that's what Vegas is gonna be you know? there you go yeah. man 100%. I would yeah. like to see more trees out here in Vegas bro I mean <laughs> yeah, that's probably the wrong metaphor but <laughs> more cactuses but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, gotta, I gotta ask you bro how did you come up with the name Moose the coolest oh man so it's funny because Moose is from 7th grade when I was in 7th grade in Hawaii it was the first day of homeroom and um, it was like an iceberg breaker mm-hmm. and we had to pick an animal with the same first letter as our name as my name my name is miguel government name is miguel there you go you guys um, heard it here first <laughs> and then uh i, I didn't want to pick mouse or monkey because my basketball teammates were in the same homeroom yeah. and they were gonna make fun of me Clown if i picked the, yeah i'm short so they're gonna call me mouse you know what I'm saying? They're, they're gonna make fun of me so yeah. um i ended up picking moose and you had to make the, the sound too in front of the class so i was like uh my name uh my animal's moose and the sound they make is Moose and my teammates was making fun of me. They ended up making fun of me anyway, and they called me Moose the entire like, season. That's a cow, bro. <laughs> exactly. I didn't know what Moose was made. Actually, I've, I've never heard a Moose. Say, I've never met a Moose. Actually, you know what how does a Moose really sound though? Have you seen videos of Mooses? Bro, they're huge. They're huge, and that's the funny thing is the oxymorons. I'm short. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that's it came from that, and they called me that um, the whole entire uh, basketball season, and then the coolest is actually uh, a song by Lupe Fiasco. Mm. Uh, and Lupe Fiasco is one of my lyrical idols. And yeah. Like, uh, yeah and, uh, well, what's one of your favorite projects from Lupe? Uh, obviously the first yeah, two. Yeah, f- Food and Liquor right. and The Cool yeah. is like the best, so the two, two of the best hip-hop albums of art. Of you want to you, you know what's crazy? Like, I think late, late, look, so here's the thing. I don't think he likes lasers very much and he's he's been very public about that. Mm-hmm. But I like that album, man. Like, it's I, you know, Because the thing is like, I, I think people who who originally like like your original originals because like, you know how like Eminem has like his original hit yeah. albums right his first three albums that, are the that only albums never, I consider they'll never be outdone <laughs> because they're the classics the same yeah. way with Kanye West but the, like, there's always something for somebody new because yeah. if some like somebody who who just started listening to to uh An to, artist, to, to Lupe yeah. you yeah. know what I mean maybe they might not like his original because they didn't come right. up on it maybe they right, like right. the new stuff you right, know right, exactly. so yeah music is all about like the experience like whatever yeah. you're going through if you like ju- if you're experiencing whatever you're experiencing in life. And this was your soundtrack to it. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna gravitate to that music regardless. But like, it doesn't mean that's their best work. But yeah. you know, maybe you was you know you got your your first girlfriend to this love song, and this <laughs> yeah. is your favorite bro, song. I already got an album. I already got a name for your next album. What is it, bro? Music. Ooh. With okay. Y-O- Y-O-U- <laughs> music. It's, it's funny. In high school, somebody uh, wrote an article. Like you know how like they write the articles in the yearbook and shit. Yeah. And uh, somebody wrote an article about my my, my musical um, aspirations, and they said. And the title was The Music in Me. It was pretty funny. I was like, oh, oh I was going to say music too, but that's I was pretty like, good pun. somebody's probably already said that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's where the name came from. It was honestly like my MySpace URL, shout out to MySpace. It was like my AIM thing. And I didn't want, I couldn't change it anymore because yeah. Mystical's became like this this synonymous thing yeah. with me. So I, Shout I, out to, to, to yeah. AIM and, Damn, we bring and Yahoo Messenger. Yeah, bro. That let's, let's, man, let's do this, man. Because yeah. like, yeah, bro, that's what I grew up in. Yahoo Messenger. Yeah. And MSN Messenger. Oh yeah, aim aim was my shit, bro. Uh, like you know, get that's home that's from school. You get home from school, you just seen Shorty. Now you gotta talk to her on aim. You feel me? You just gotta let her know what's up. You know? Bro, I, I was a nerd. I like Toontown, bro. 
Okay, what's you, that? You, ever, you never, you never, you never play a tune town. What's that? I, I, why am I sound surprised? Like nobody played a tune town. <laughs> a lot of people didn't play it. It was like, no, it was like uh, for online. babies. Yeah, it's a what? <laughs> it, 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 yeah. it was a whoa pause. <laughs> it was an online RPG video game. Okay, basically, okay. It, like imagine like World of Warcraft or like one of those oh, okay. games you could pick no, a character. No, close no to that. okay, okay. So okay yeah, I'm just saying the idea of it. Saying okay. the idea of it, you could pick a character, you design them, and then you walk around and you level okay, up. Okay, okay. Essentially, but it's like a cartoon. It was Disneyland. Oh. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Shout out to Disney. Was, it was yeah. addicting, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm like the worst with video games because the only games I like is like 2K and Madden and like. Real man game. Like, no, it's so not you a, don't oh, do uh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, that's the only game I'm good at. You know, yeah. I love basketball and football, so those are the two games I'm good at. And like, like uh, any like shooting games, I'm I'm absolutely no hand coordination. You like, like Call of Duty? Yeah, I get smashed on Halo when Halo was lit. Like I used to, like the homies would have me as the fourth player just. So they can get kills, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, bro. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. yeah. So, wait, so you don't do like mobile gaming, like on your phone? Um, you know, it's funny. I- at one point, I was a big fan of the Sims, uh, Sims uh, City or something. Sims yeah, Sims? yeah, Sims City. I, yeah, because I like the OG PC, the Sims and P- Sim City and shit. But yeah. um, that shit got addicting, bro. I was like, I was, I was on my city, like, <laughs> bro. That's what I was trying to make Toontown. it lit. Yeah, um, is it like that? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're trying to make it lit. You're like, oh man, let me buy this tower. You know, let me make yeah, this yeah. tower. Nah, it just it, it got addicting. I don't, I don't like playing games on my phone. As people who, sorry, kids, I don't have games on my phone. As people who have that, uh, that Second Life, have you played that? Oh, I, I know about that. You never heard of Second Life? Mm-mm. It's basically like kind of like the Sims where you kind of create your own character and you build yeah, your whole you build life. your whole life. Yeah, yeah around it, it. I played Sims all day. They so had a know. they had a um, a bit about that on The Office. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched oh, The yeah, Office. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Office, Dwight man. Dwight had a character on the on Second Second on Life. Second Second Life, and then Jim was trying to like stalk him in Second Life, but then Jim got addicted to it. <laughs> so, uh, He's like, "You got a guitar on you? Uh, you got a guitar? <laughs> nice build." Hey, shout out to my Office fans. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dunder Mifflin forever. This is the ultimate office fan. Yeah, yeah. maybe we can nerd everybody okay. for 15 so, minutes. Bro. So here's the thing: like with the office, bro, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I could just pop it at any episode, any day. Like if I got if I got things to do on the computer, whether I'm editing a video or I'm editing photos or whatever, it's playing in the background. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just those sound bites, bro. It's the you best. Know? It's the best. It's one of the best written shows. Definitely one of the best casts in TV history. Um, and like, and that's not just to, not not gassing it as because I'm a big fan, but like that's legit true. Like, yeah, the 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 writing from season two to six seven is like some of the best work in t- television history yeah you know what i'm saying um anyway and, and like um I, we were i was having a conversation with a bunch of people about television shows and how, why we get so addicted to television shows and what just what's the what's the value in that over a movie and i think with television is that we you know experience a, a tv like almost weekly if you follow it you know the episode yeah, yeah. or now it's, yeah. binge, it's binging it you know and you, you become it's almost like you become friends with these guys, with the characters. You're like, you know, and like when a show, um, you know, when you finish binging a show or like, you know, a series ends, like I remember when Breaking Bad ended and everyone was Ooh. like, oh, what do we have now? Like, yeah. but that's because like, these are your friends and you develop like this relationship with them. Because the thing then, is, it's years. You're some, years some of you invest shows, in, the, in years. a television like, show. Oh. Yeah. And you're like, you get so connected to these characters. That's why you have that feeling after you binge a show is yeah. like, you have the emptiness. Like what now? But it's also you know? kind of tight though, because like, like even kicking it to Game of Thrones, because it's ending. Mm-hmm. It's coming back for its last, its last half season, I think. And right. then it's over. 
over. Right. But I think they're doing spinoff shows because just the, the same way they did it with Breaking Bad, mm. they do Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. You yeah. know, you can, and and then because the thing is, like, if a show does well, if a show is selling and it's get, and it's got an audience, they won't let it just. They die. can milk it a little. They bit. They can yeah. milk it yeah. doing spinoffs. They can do a couple of different, like you know, just a couple of different things. And and I, yeah. I think I think I think they've already talked about doing like three or four different spinoff shows for, for Game of Thrones. Wow. Yeah. So I, everyone's my, everyone tells me to watch it, and I still haven't watched it. So you haven't watched it? Nah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the worst with hype shit, or I, I don't want to consider Game of Thrones hype because I'm assuming it's really the no, best it's show. Really, it's, it's really because really everyone loves it. But I just I, I don't like um seeing I don't like um watching consuming anything that everyone is like. Yeah. So I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe I should. I gotta hop on it. Three I know. Years. Yeah. It's like three years. I watch that shit. Yeah. Probably what? when I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Like, be like one day at home. Just be like let me try it. <laughs> I'll be, I know it's good. I, I don't know. I'll be I'll be 35 years old and not one day and it's gonna be like let me put on HBO yeah. go. <laughs> you know I don't know because the know. thing is the way the, long, the longer you wait the more prone you are to like you know Get getting spoilers Oh, you know well, what I mean. I feel I feel like I've gotten all the spoilers already. Yeah, we forget. You know? <laughs> oh, that's I know true. you've told me things and I completely forgot already. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh shit, that's true. Dude, that's Twitter true. on Twitter, bro. When Throne Sunday, bro, everybody's talking about it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, everyone's already talking about it on Monday. Just wait another couple of years, bro, and then yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I know, I know, I'll consume it one day. I yeah. know. Everyone's like, but why aren't you watching it? I don't know. Just cause, just cause. Oh, so you don't like anything good, huh? Is that why you don't watch it? I was like, nah, dude. But anyway, yeah. Kick, kick, kicking it back to the music. Yeah, yeah. What would you say is something that you've learned that has helped you become a better artist? Oh man, um, you know, as we, uh, you know, when we start creating and any art form and every, you know, any skill that we we have, like we tend to overthink it. Yeah. Uh, the biggest lesson that I've learned, especially in the process of making this album, was to simplify. You know, and in terms of music, is to, um not to use as many layers as I usually would, you know, maybe keep it to three to f three to five instruments. And what's the reason for it's just because it, it, I think it, you Addi get the message by subtraction. You get, yeah. You get the message across easier and more, and, um, you get the message across, you know, instead of it being like drowned out by all this unnecessary stuff, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. um, cause that's what we sometimes as producers, you know, any producers out there, they know like what it's like to like overproduce something. Yeah. You're like, you're like 20, uh, you know, 20 sessions in and you're like, man, I, I gotta redo these drums. And that's the worst thing you can do. You like, you have to like, one thing is that, yeah, the biggest lessons for show is like simplifying and, um, and making quick decisions. Like, you know don't overthink it at all. Don't overthink it. Yeah, like, because, you know... Because that's the thing about producing, I don't mean to cut you off, but that's the thing, kind of the thing I would imagine about producing is that there's so, it's like a blank canvas. Mm -hmm. You can go in any direction <clears throat> for miles, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and there's endless possibilities, and I would imagine as a producer, you know... I mean, I don't know, because I don't produce, but, like, I, I would imagine that would that'd be a process where you, you were almost, like overthink and you would also second guess every decision that for you sure. make you know what I mean for sure you start like changing sounds and that's the worst thing you can do is because mm -hmm. you're gonna stray away from the original emotion that inspired that song you know when the, when you made first made the beat when you first wrote that lyric by editing it and making it like this you know of course you're supposed to make drafts like you know when you're when you're a screenwriter you make like 50 drafts until you to make the movie you know right. what I'm saying but when you do it in music like sometimes you kind of like you get so far away 
away from the original inspiration that whatever you just created, you know, even if, you know, if you intend to do that, you know, it may not sound as good as the original idea, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever the inspiration is. So, yeah, definitely, like, that's the biggest lesson I learned is that to make, um, to to simplify and to make quick decisions, you know what I'm saying? That's like, a great answer, man. Yeah, and that, and that goes for every skill set, like yeah. any trade, bro. Like, I know everyone, like, when you're, at, when you're at editing a photo or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like, uh, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that's kind of one of the reasons that I'm having the, one of the hardest times, like finding a quote unquote like style. Because like I don't know, like if you go on like on a really really big photographer's page, mm. you'll see a very consistent workflow as far as like what they produce, right? Yeah. Like so you go to like one 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 photographer and it's all neon light shoots and it's mm. all or it's all color gel shoots or it's all portraits with the kind of like the same kind of lighting, right? Yeah. So, like, for me, it's, like, when it comes down to editing, one of the hardest things for me is, like, finding out, like, okay, well, well which way am I going to do it? And I okay. feel like I have the hardest times because every time I, I, I take a new photo, nothing's ever the same. And it's always, like, I, I want everything to be different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That, well, when, when, how I approach production, because I know I run into that where it's, like, damn, this beat sounds like the other five beats that I just made this yeah. week. But I look at it like, you know, it's waves of, of inspiration. So, like, my style Oh, well, I, you know, someone asked me, what, what, what is your style in making beats? I'm like, honestly, my, my style in making beats is quality. Like I want my shit to sound a one when it hits the speakers, the final version is going to sound fire. That final test in the car, mm-hmm. that car test is going to be amazing. However, I get to that point, you know what I'm saying? From A to B, anything in between that is going to be my, like, you know, is, is going to be inspired by something, a new sound, a, a, a movie I watched, you know what I mean? A producer that I, I just chopped it up with or, you know, somebody I met. Like, it's always inspired by anything. But that's my style. I was trying to make the quality shit. I don't have no tags on my beats, you know what I'm saying? I don't have none of that whenever I produce for other artists. I don't have that. Honestly, what I want people to know if it's a Moose production, it's, it's, it's oh, yeah, that shit's banging. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly. Exactly how I feel about photos, bro. I, yeah. I hate photos with like watermarks on them. You know what I mean? Where oh, they have yeah. like that whole <laughs> exaggerative watermark in the corner. I'm like, bro, take that or off. Or just in the off. center. But it's their me, name. Let me ask you this. I mean, isn't that kind of like um, why the, the reason they put watermarks is because of like for financial reasons? Like you don't want to give them the final version until they maybe sent the invoice or something? Or uh, what, what do you think? Well, no. Uh, there's either, because the thing is like if I send, a, if I sent proofs Mm. Uh, which is like just basically all the images unedited. I will put P R O O F over it in a huge watermark. Oh, oh, right, right. That way, I know they're not gonna post it because no one's right. gonna post that shit, right? Right, right. right. But you're, but a lot of people just put watermarks. They do it because they don't want to get their work stolen. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, if people, if someone's gonna steal it, they're gonna steal it. Like, we live in an age where I can remove a watermark from an image if I really wanted to, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, just crop it out. Yeah. Like, you know how like yeah. they just they can just videos, crop it out, or like, or if they're really savvy, they can just take your photo into it and. You photo into photoshop and just clone stamp it out wow. like there, there's always a way to remove uh, watermarks that. that's, that's some crazy. next level stuff <laughs> oh, damn, that's damn. some next level yeah, shit yeah, right there yeah. Yeah, bro, people do it uh but i'm like but i'm saying like like if if you're gonna be comfortable with your work like i, I feel like a photograph should just be a photograph don't add yeah. don't add text elements to it because then you're you're making it like almost like a hey look at this kind of thing yeah and it should be kind of like let people observe it on their own you know what i mean right, right, right. um and plus there's always like uh there's always metadata you can always tag your images with metadata so like if I if I release an image for download, no matter who has it, 
unless they like screenshot it or something, you know, like the the metadata would always be there, and I'll hold the I'll hold the copyright to it. Okay. So in my camera, when I take a photo and I have that raw negative file, like that raw image, yeah, it's got my name burned into it. Where you mm-hmm. know, so if someone tries steals the raw, they can't change it. It's there because yeah. my camera created it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I could be ignorant. There could maybe be a way to get, <laughs> change that too. Oh, but. you can change the metadata. But I'm saying in post. What do you mean in like, post? Like 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 in Lightroom or something? Oh no. Uh, there's like a because I've never done it. There's an app you can change like the metadata of things because I had to do it. Well, yeah. is it, but can you do that to the like you could probably do that to JPEG. What about the raw file? Yeah, you could do it to anything <sighs> if you have people the file. Get, people getting savvy, it. bro. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Honestly, I, I look at Instagram and you know all these like regurgitation of like memes and videos and stuff, and it's it's kind of sad because like you know like cre- it, it fucks up the creator, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you guys ever see that on YouTube where like you search a song and there's like 15 videos yeah. of that song and and i mean i know now that's better laws as as far as like uh i think you can still get paid off those videos yeah Yeah. but for a long time before that you know you like like i remember um i had a song called young and dumb that i released in 2011 it was like you know during the tumblr days i was kind of lit on tumblr anyway (laughs) uh, and like tumblr and it blew up on tumblr (laughs) and then someone reposted it on the song on youtube and like you know i released a music video on it and then i looked up on the the video on youtube that song had like 500 800,000 plays on that and my song only had like 12 13,000 plays I was like dude mm. that's crazy you know yeah. like you know obviously at the time it was monetized too it was like yeah. damn it kind of no but no it sucks that that that's where content creation is going is like these curators are like that's the thing bro stealing yeah. content yep. from and other people yeah it. you guys know about the whole fuck jerry thing that's going yeah, on yeah i was just Let's about, talk about to talk about that i was just about to talk that how basically like if people don't know who at fuck jerry is it's a media company right yeah and they take the most popular like memes or or whatever they can find on the internet and yeah. they repost it but the thing is they actually they make money off of that stuff yeah and they don't they don't credit the original credit it almost goes back, back to then the, they didn't now they do but yeah. that's after they got in trouble for it yeah right because yeah. well, I, I remember fat jewish used to do that too yeah he got in trouble he for got it. for that too and but here's my thing about the whole fuck jerry situation is that it's so crazy that this guy they were the media company behind the fire festival yep and then you watch the documentary? I didn't. I, I I don't fuck with that shit. It was such a dumb thing. I should. I guess I should watch it too. Yeah, yeah. bro. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, 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 I here's, it. but here's the thing. Fuck Jerry is also the people behind that Netflix um, documentary. Yeah, which, which which doesn't really make sense to me because you know they if you watch the actual documentary, bro, like it, it talks so much shit about the entire festival because it's right. like these people did not know what they were doing. Right. So it only makes you wonder like what is the intention behind it? I right. Think, I think it's kind of obvious, right? It's like they were the people behind it. They created a story, and now they're the ones that are reaping the benefits of this crazy story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what but I mean? Even still, like, but they, I'm not gonna. That's like conspiracy yeah, shit. To yeah. When they say they created it, like they created the entire festival, no, or did no, they create the promotional they were, parts? They, yeah, they it? were the marketing. They were the. They're a marketing company, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, now, fuck Jerry's a, brand, a marketing branding company, and they were hired to do that. I'm, I don't know the exact details, but I'm assuming that they were the company that like got final, hired. Yeah. Finding Kendall Jenner and all that. Yeah, because Fire, the Fire Festival promotion was kind of lit, you know what I'm saying? No, it was, it was really yeah. good. Yeah. It, it and, even impressed um, me. I was like, damn. Yeah, and uh, leading up to the whole festival, but that's what I'm saying. It's just like, 
it's so it's so it's it's so fake, bro. Like it's, it just goes to show you how far social media can take things. It did, you know how yeah. how big something can blow up before you realize, oh, there's nothing really happening here. Yeah, it's so crazy I mean? how now it's so commercialized. It's it's corporations finally finally discover how to monetize the internet. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it was you know it was, it was like a 10, 15 year process for that. Same thing in music. Like I don't know, y'all remember uh, LimeWire, the LimeWire days, Kazaa days, and like yeah. Napster yeah. days, Classic. right? Like that's how music was. Um, was consumed by us like our generation and like the the music industry was losing their minds because they they were no longer making music uh, money off making money off their cds and yeah. mm-hmm. their sales it took them like 10 15 years to finally get the industry back control take c- control of it now like the only way we listen to music is apple Streaming. spotify stream. yeah, yeah. It, it took it takes corporations a while you know like sometimes us the, you know the people figure out how to get around it and then yeah. the corporations are like oh Turn that faucet off. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> it took it takes them a while, but you know. I think the next generation of 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 because you know how how we went from that LimeWire to Spotify phase. That was step one. Mm-hmm. I think step two is gonna be holding accountability and holding that. Like if you put out a song and whoever whoever rips it and reposts it, you still get the credit for it. That's yeah. gonna be that next step. That right, that, that right. keeping and I think Bitcoin's gonna be part of that. What do you mean? Bitcoin. Well, not. I'm just saying, like, not necessarily, not necessarily Bitcoin, but blockchain technology. Crypto, crypto stuff. Blockchain yeah. technology. Yeah, okay. How you can essentially, and there's gonna be, because there's gonna be so much competition coming in the next five, ten years, bro. Um, where you can essentially like upload, like, let, let's let's just say, what's a, a company that you used to put your music on iTunes? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, like to download? Yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah, like, like more. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'm saying oh. like, because like, I know there's there's companies out there that you can you can submit your music to, and then they'll post it on iTunes. Oh, or they'll post oh, yeah, it on, yeah. You know I still what I mean? use I still use um uh, DistroKid. That's what I use yeah, I was about for to this say. last. Okay, album. so imagine yeah, a company yeah. like that. They can now tag your music on the blockchain. So no matter if somebody downloads it, somebody rips it. Yeah. That metadata is still there, and there's no way you can get rid of it. And and right. and if somebody reposts it and they get three hundred thousand plays, mm-hmm. that still goes to you. No matter yeah, what. I, I think I think that's what um that's where publishing comes in. Mm-hmm. So like. Like BMI and ASCAP, you're yeah. supposed to submit your music. BMI is getting involved with the blockchain company because um, that's how they, you know, using the ISR, ISRC code that the song uh, your song has. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, that's how that's the metadata you're talking about. Equi- yeah. That's the equivalent of that in music, where like if you if it's get if it gets used in like a YouTube video, they have yeah. those now too. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. So we can like scan it though. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. everything. Okay, good. Yeah, it. man. That's what how, that's how labels um, scan like, like Shazam. Shazam stuff or, or yeah just because like you know the the, the wave mat- matching the wave file or the, yeah. the, if you yeah, pitch it up file. you can kind of you can kind of get away with stuff yeah, yeah, yeah unless yeah. the person like somebody personally finds it and right, sends in a right. copyright and I'm, I'm assuming that the major three big three um, major labels they have like an office of interns of yeah, like just 15 people yeah. just scanning YouTube you know what I'm saying or whatever you know but yeah anyway yeah I yeah. think the future is going to be really lit for stuff like I, that I'm, I'm for sure excited about the future you know I, I, but I do want to express to people like this reliance on technology is kind of scary comes. man you know because I, I know that um, at some point people are going to be putting their whole life you know on, on technology and if you've ever watched Black Mirror you know it's going to happen <laughs> you know technology fails man and also um, what's it called like humanity the way it manipulates and gets around it is going to affect the technology. So, you know, hopefully people, no, not necessarily like don't use technology, but right. like don't put your whole life in as, you know, reliant on it. You know, well, this is coming from somebody who like my whole career is based on technology. <laughs> you know I was going to say, so you as somebody who's like a public artist, what is something that you're either 
scared of or not looking forward to with the increasing uh, like of technology getting bigger I don't, I don't, actually you know i don't have any fears as far as like art it's kind of more just like i look at people's like you know like auto autonomous vehicles yeah you know yeah. Like, I, that's like the conspiracy when you're when you when you're high at like three in the morning you start thinking about shit you're like oh what the fuck is you know like but like just you know the autonomy like autonomous helicopters or you know right. yeah it's, i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be wild to see where it goes but i'm excited about the future that's what i love to see i don't yeah. know man I, th- I think smart cars are gonna be the future like the, i think oh, for I, sure. I, I think they're gonna be a good thing because so because too. if yeah. you think about accidents on the road yeah. like people commit more errors than anything you that's know what true. i mean so it's always yeah. it's it's man-made so yeah. even if you if you do have a, a car that crashes which is like kind of like it's it's, it's kind of stupid to say that like you know if, if a car artificial intelligence car crash into another one and it's out of your control there's nothing you could have done that's a that's a wrongful death but what if you can minimize that to like one percent as true. opposed to 50 percent crashes now yeah and that's what know? the yeah. point of it right of, of autonomous vehicles yeah, yeah. but you know I, you know like you guys know when you have to restart your computer because it's fucking up yeah what if you're moving 80 miles per hour you know what i'm saying you're just fucking up you know what i'm saying what's gonna happen yeah, but anyway, anyway true man but you know knock on wood that it doesn't happen <laughs> to anybody you know but I, I definitely want a tesla one day that's a dream car right yeah, there yeah same here man <laughs> yeah because like i seen a video mm. that shit like blew my mind like so like it hit the wall which was it's it's fault but at the same time if somebody would have hit the wall the same as the tesla mm. they would have fishtailed and fucking spun out did something that worse shit than that. fucking corrected itself perfectly like really? it, it tapped the wall and it went boop boop yeah so like really quick and like bro I, I used to have i used to have the subaru that remember, remember that subaru i had yeah if, if i got too close to a car it'll it'll, it'll force break, break. For you and, and that, i'm not gonna be honest that kind of that shit kind of did save our life one time bro. we're on a road trip to california mm. and uh my dad wasn't looking he was driving my, my, my subaru and he and you know it was like bumper to bumper traffic and we're going like 45 50 but the car was able to stop itself yeah it's crazy man yeah well no That's yeah shout level. out to shout out to this next you level know? shit man shout out to elon musk i yeah. saw i saw a, a picture of the roadster bro the new ones that they're gonna come out that's zero to beautiful. 60 in like 1.5 seconds that's just beautiful it, 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 it's so sleek and beautiful i'm not a big car guy but yeah, I, used to, I used to love cars when yeah. i was a kid you know what i'm saying but yeah now i saw that i was like damn that's it's sexy bro it looks like a i know? can't lie have you been in a tesla yet i i have not I yeah have not. some i went into one finally Bro, Looks they're crazy. so fast. It's not even funny. Really? Like, and then they don't make any sound. Even even the um, like uh, entry level joint. I, I we were in the what are the ones that cost like one hundred twenty thousand? Oh, okay, the okay. With the doors that go up like. Oh, okay, okay. That's fast. Yeah. Bro, it's so fast. Oh, you rich? Huh? Oh, you rich? Oh, no, not me. Oh, you rich, rich? (laughs) Oh, you rich, rich? I wish, dog. I was (laughs) like, bro, if I had money. But those are fast, though? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, like, because it's like something with, like, the torque. It's different Mm. than a regular engine. So it doesn't have to, like, do all this stuff for it to start. Yeah. So its torque is, like, crazy. I like, saw um, a Casey Neistat video about yeah. one of the Model S's, or, or I think yeah, the entry level one, and yeah. like, the, how he explained it was that it doesn't have to go, f- it doesn't have to st- to rev up. Yeah, it just yeah. it just goes from that to thirty miles per hour. Right there, instead yeah. of like explosions happening. Yeah, like, like, wait, like however like, engines back. fucking work. Yeah, shout, you know, shout out to these geniuses who <laughs> yeah, think of this man. shit, bro. You know, yeah. shout out to that flamethrower he did. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. I, it never made it. What a is the commercial? What is yet. the random company? 
Is that what it's called? Uh, boring, boring company. Boring, boring company. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's even tight. Yeah. Shout out to Elon man. For real. Shout out to him smoking weed on the Joe Rogan podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Up his career. <laughs> even though, even though, even though, I'll say it was it sucked that his company lost like money in like uh, in stocks or something. Bro, they had to let go a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that, even here in the Las Vegas location, I have a buddy who works there. Uh, his name is Azuz. And he was telling me like, yeah, bro, they just laid off a bunch of people. I was like, oh damn. Do you like, think something? Like, oh. Do you think in reaction? Because of what know. happened to I don't that? know man it, it, could, it could be all connected Because if you think about How big the Joe Rogan podcast is Yeah You know what I mean Like people it's think the biggest oh, podcast. It's just a radio show well, No No like, there's They're 40, the biggest company there's, there, I think there was 40 to 60,000 people Watching live that, wow. And it, when it was airing At 9pm wow. On like a Tuesday or Wednesday And when like, the bro, news Gets a hold of it That's yeah. millions of people yeah, yeah, Well that's the like, thing Is when you make it a meme And it becomes a viral meme The next day Like it's out of your control You know what I mean Yeah That's crazy man So But anyway I'm one of the lucky few That got to witness it live Oh nice yeah. Wait what the, the Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan Oh when he smoked it When he was smoking it I was watching it I was like Ooh. Does he Does he record at a specific time Or um, Cause I, I feel I, like I never catch it live He he usually goes live On the weekdays Okay uh, Right around like 12, 12. or 1pm oh, And he'll okay. do like a 2-3 hour So by like 2-3pm He'll be wrapped up Okay Yeah Yeah. yeah so. I, I just hear it on the on Apple podcast Yeah well that's like, the thing yeah. bro their, their, their podcast is so next level That they record the whole show live Right mm. Um. So that They're not even I don't even think they're doing any post And they're and, they're, and the thing is The cool thing is Is that they're actually making snippets They're making like small videos Yeah 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 So like if they just talked about Artificial intelligence For like 15 it's minutes so genius bro as, yeah. as, as soon as they're done talking about it And they move them to the next topic That video is already uploaded to YouTube. Wow! With the thumbnail and everything, I'm like, bro, they got a whole team back Smart. there. Mm-hmm. Smart, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jamie, can you pull up the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, he, just... you, you do know he has his own website, right? Who? With uh, Jamie, he does. He has his own website with his own merch. That's so, like, J- J- oh nice, Jamie, pull that up real quick. Young Jamie, <laughs> bro, he's a whole it, brand. Young Jamie, yeah. young Jamie, That's young Jamie. Awesome. Yeah. That's funny. He like, made his whole brand out of being. It's the, like George on Tiger Belly. Oh, I love <laughs> Tiger Belly. Too. Yeah, it's just so good. I just, I just got put on. Yo, shout out to Bobby Lee. That's my guy, bro. We, cause it was funny because we always talk about like, oh, should we be crazy and like sporadic like him? And I was like, fuck, dude. The only thing is, is they're comedians. So it's yeah. kind of like their thing. That's their thing. He, he, and Bobby Lee is known for doing or saying the craziest Obs- shit. You know what I mean? Absurd shit. So, so you kind of taking his clothes off. Like, <laughs> like I was just uh, now that I, I like it, a lot of Tiger Belly clips come up on my YouTube recommendations. I've been getting a lot of Mad TV clips from back in the day, <laughs> and I totally forgot how crazy Bobby Lee used to be, man. Yo, can we just talk Still about is. how Mad TV was? I feel more influential to my life than SNL. Than SNL. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it was, bro, but for that period of time, from like seasons one to like four or five, yeah, I feel like that that was some of the greatest TV I've ever seen. It's so funny because, like, you know, I think SNL obviously is the pinnacle yeah, sketch yeah. comedy and shit, yeah. but but like, I never was, I never got into SNL. Like, like you know, a lot of comedians, that's their thing. That's they love SNL, but to me, I never got into it because I thought it was, the comedy was kind of dry. Yeah, and Mad TV was more like of a comedy that I liked when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. the older ones for sure. Yeah. Well, and also let me just say this, Saturday Night Live was at night, right? Mm-hmm. So as most people are out at, on a Saturday night, they're yeah. not staying in. That's true. I mean, I don't, I'm just speaking Damn, from personal. Damn, I never thought of that. Never, yeah, I'm <laughs> just saying crazy. like, but wasn't yeah. Mad yeah. TV at the same time too? No, what I'm saying, like the only time I ever watched Mad TV was was Saturday mornings. Because oh. I remember it would come up like on my Saturday morning because we all had oh, Saturday Oh, because it was a syndication lineup. or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so okay, like okay, right yeah, around yeah. like 8, 9, 10, yeah. you would watch Mad TV. 
so I don't know yeah. if that could have been. That's true. Yeah, know? yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, man, um, I, I, I see um SNL skits now, and it really depends on the writing. Yeah. Like, cause honestly, sometimes you'll see a really good sketch, mm-hmm. but you you think about like how many sketches they have to do. Obviously, the quality is not gonna be good for every. For yeah. all thirteen sketches that made it's hard, made. man. Comedy's hard. hard. Comedy's hard. I love comedy, and like I know, I definitely respect um, how how hard it is to make something really great. That's like Key and Peele, they're the greatest genius, man. bro. They're, and honestly, Chappelle's my idol, bro. Oh, growing Chappelle up, growing up on Chappelle's show skits. and his and his stand up, like he's he's the he's a genius to me. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, definitely, you know, it's 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 an art form to be to make it look easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In anything, but yeah, shout out to comedians, man, for real. I love yeah, comedy, man. man. Com- comedy is my thing, bro. I love comedy. I'll, I'll take what's a good your, comedy uh, over any horror movie, I gotta, bro. I yeah. gotta ask you, what's your favorite Key and Peele sketch? A skit. Mm. Skitch. Oh. I just said skitch. 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 Damn. Um, <laughs> skitch. Um, dude, that's hard, bro. Little, little you know what's funny? I, I'm not, not going to name one because it's yeah, hard. I it's know which one mine the, is. The, the, oh, okay, you, you want to tell the story, mine's bro? Mine's the burn victim one. Oh, which was that <laughs> the, one? The burn victim, bro. bro. Oh, my God. I, it's funny because I showed some co-workers. Bro, they were dying. Yeah. Uh, well, you you the, the, when you showed me, we used to work together at this company. <laughs> bro, I swear to God, we almost both got fired that yeah. day. Because we couldn't stop laughing. Have you ever had those moments where, like something just makes you laugh and for some reason you can't stop and you know when you're told not to laugh yeah it makes makes you laugh more it's funnier honestly when you're with your homie and you're out laughing it's your homie laughing that makes you laugh and then y'all make each other laugh because of that I can't tell you how many times we've been at a drive-thru bro like at the Taco Bell or something Mm -hmm. and I'll just start cracking up and then then he'll try to talk to the lady at the drive-thru and I'm over here just like trying to look out the window (laughs) and not trying to look at what he's doing fucking dying for no reason I'm like that shit makes me laugh bro because <laughs> i'm like why well i'm thinking about keen pills sketches right it's <laughs> <laughs> in my mind freudian little, little slip sketch. right there um but the sketch that i was just watching was about it was called non-horror movie or non-scary movie or something like oh yeah they're like oh yeah, yeah oh, that movie that wasn't scary, scary and then they were like they're talking about like oh how the put how he came out of the puddle and like that wasn't scary and they're like avoid the and puddle they skip the puddle <laughs> like they jumped over yeah nah, nah, it's so funny man keep feels so genius man i gotta I, I gotta watch that on hulu again bro that's something <laughs> with their deliverance too like they're great actors delivery is like they're no great joke. actors yeah Key, uh, keegan michael key especially and i love that jordan peele has branched out into being such Director? a filmmaker yeah. because you could tell he he's was fucking good too. He, he's he was the guy that was kind of like i know he delved into um directing during the uh, key and peele stuff era but like yeah like you could tell like keegan is such a great actor and how he delivers shit and then jordan is like you know the the, the brains the yeah. brains yeah are you, are you, are you <laughs> looking forward to that new movie coming out oh for sure i, I love yo they killed that trailer bro yo. whoever remixed that shit shout yeah, out to you was, i never imagined that song being used for that <laughs> genre i was like what that's what i like bro when, when, when you get something that you've been used to your whole life hearing it a certain way and then flip, flip it yeah and i love his I mean? movie style too yeah get out is so genius bro i love that movie I, I think and i'm not a big horror movie fan but um i definitely enjoyed that experience in the movie theater watching it with everyone and and the whole theater just going nuts and like you can only not everyone can accomplish that you know what i'm saying and um i think the horror genre can do that if it's done right and yeah you know that way he was the way he was touching on um yeah, like social social commentary on that movie he was able to uh, um really get like you know shout Deep. out to get out yeah i'm gonna be honest bro i i i used to love going to theaters for movies I don't think I can do it anymore unless I really Why? want to see that movie. Because heck, good people, man, 
Sometimes, sometimes they're either like laughing too much, or they're joking, or they're talking oh, too much in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I hate that, bro. I'm, I'm getting to that age in my life where I'm like, "Yo, bro, chill." Yeah. I know you guys are on a date. You were trying to be funny, but I'm trying to watch this movie real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, when they do it in the wrong times, because I'm I'm not gonna lie, I try to be the funny motherfucker, but bro. I do it tastefully. I do it tastefully. I don't do it like annoyingly. Yeah. I'll drop it when there's like a lull in the scene, yeah. and like you know, especially like in Avengers, like you know, you just start <laughs> making fun of something, you start roasting something, but I do it just to get a laugh out of my section yeah. you know what I'm saying I don't, I, I don't want to be that annoying guy I think I heard somebody like be like oh he did oh, yeah. <laughs> like stuff yeah. like that like that's okay, see, that, yeah, yeah that's it's, cool. just, it's little shit like that yeah. that's, that's cool it's like me. little slight jokes you know cause you know everyone's trying to trying to get that one laugh yeah. but it's like it's when you do it tastefully you know so don't be that motherfucker go. in the movie theater dog do it tastefully do it tastefully yeah <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask yeah how how would you cause we, we got sidetracked again yeah super sidetracked how would you describe your style of music to somebody who's never heard it before um yeah oh, oh yeah so i was saying earlier i kind of described it as like um hip-hop r&b fusion if it was in the blade blade runner 2049 that's how i, I pictured yeah. like, but but if it was a cereal <laughs> what flavor would it be <laughs> see i was i'm trying to you know man you can if, mix the cereals too bro oh man yeah Oh man, this is Captain tough. Cocoa Puff Crispy. Uh, if, you if, know? If, if, if that's too hard, let's just say this: you're playing your album right now. Mm-hmm. Your your universe. What yeah. you eating? What 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 you eating? What what flavor? <laughs> oh, cereal? You know what? Um, honestly, bro, it, my shit's just is is classic. It, it's 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 Frosted Flakes, bro. Like. <sighs> It's just it's, you know it's just some fly shit. You put some milk in it, and 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 the way it soaks into the milk, it's it's a great combo, you know. So can, we, can we explain that to the people? Mm. Classic. The word classic. When you call like a song classic, what does that like mean to you guys? Oh, what well, do you feel well, about that? Well, for me, as a you know, I don't, I don't know if it like it. I don't want to sound pretentious. I don't want to sound pretentious at all, mm-hmm. but. I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll say like handmade kind of. Is that what you mean? Um, like something that doesn't sound too generic. It sounds not or, following the trend. You know what it is? It's like when you can picture something five years from now. It's and, timeless. And it's, it's timeless. It's that's timeless. That's why. That's yeah. why I consider it classic. I don't throw Same that man. word around as as you know, like on anything. Like, oh, this album just came out yesterday and it's a classic. No, nah, right. No, but um, the fact is though that you have to picture. A, a, a piece of work an art form or art you know anything and like you can picture it that you'll still enjoy that shit in, in a year which you can't predict obviously but you know it's like that's what I think what makes classic timeless work is that it's something that stands the test of time you know what I mean yep, and that, that could be um, and that could be uh, critiqued by a lot of people and there's a everyone has a different opinion but there's one you know like the common thing is how great it is you know what i'm saying or right. they, they have there there's elements of it that everyone everyone is in agreement it's like yo this type of thing is crazy you know right like um like if you guys listen to uh kendrick lamar damn right that just came out two years ago uh, yeah now two years ago mm-hmm. but when you're listening to it you're like dude i know 10 years from now i'm gonna listen to this shit and i'm still gonna be amazed at how yep. he was able to accomplish this yep. you know yep. or like um i think his best album is good kid mad city i think a lot Bro, of people yeah. will agree i gave i gave a physical copy to a friend mm. uh he i wouldn't even say like a friend friend like he's someone that i met through a job that i was working at mm. he's a much much older gentleman like in his in his fifth Remember when we were doing that PA job for Las Vegas, bro? Yeah. 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 So I gave it to him. Bro. Was he a hip hop fan? Or I wasn't even sure. Mm-hmm. I, I just gave him the CD because I was like, bro, I just, I just, you know, this is a dope CD I, I like, mm-hmm. and he wanted to find some new music. Yeah. He got, he got a text like, hey man, 
when I when, when I get a million dollars, I'm gonna cut you a check because <laughs> you just put me onto some shit that I some nice I needed shit. right now. Mm-hmm. He's like, I needed this. Yeah, I was like, and, damn. And I think a lot of people will agree that when they were experiencing good Kid Mad City, like want to say that six seven months into that, you knew you were experiencing something that was like, oh wow, this is next level, bro. The but, whole and, world's listening I, right yeah. now. Hendrix so much, even section. All yeah, those, section, you know. bro. The, my first project I ever heard was um, uh, overly dedicated, and even at oh, the time, and so I was like, dude. "What the fuck am I listening to?" This guy's vo- he's changing his voice like that, like, mm-hmm. and you could hear his influences. You could tell he listened to quality shit when he was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like his parents was playing some wild, some dope shit at, at, in the crib. That's that's one thing too. You notice is like you can see the inspirations that an artist make, not just in music, but like anything. You can see the inspirations and how they were able to like make it their own that's what right. makes something classic and timeless to me you know yeah but, yeah damn that's real yeah dude okay i gotta ask you are, do you feel there's any either about your music or just your the genre period of hip-hop do you feel there's any misconceptions about your music or the genre that you would like to set the record straight on um you know i want i want to say i make my music pretty like transparent like mm-hmm. from when you hear it like that's exactly what it is I guess just I I don't know if there's any misconceptions on my music, but um, as far as like hip hop or anything, I think the the only misconception that I see on hip hop and are our, uh, you know R and B I guess is that a lot of people outside people who aren't fans of that those genres they still have like a very outdated view of it you know or like a very like like narrow view of it when if you think about it hip hop is the most all-encompassing genre ever you know what mm-hmm. I mean? how it was able it takes to from everything from everything it literally the the beginning of hip-hop is is sampling you know what i mean yeah. how they were yeah. how like you know they they didn't know how to play instruments and they were just um looping one rec the same two records back and forth and, that, yeah. and and that and taking from different records on break beats and different instruments and like it's so it's all-encompassing and like it and, and it and it's the most personal too you know what i mean like you kind of can tell like from a lot of the ballads and timeless songs it's all about love songs you know it's all about love or oh, heartbreak yeah, for sure. hip-hop talks about everything bro it talks about every genre and i think that's the one big makes big, biggest misconception especially too if you think about it um in like like uh, like in nightlife scene in the nightlife industry, you know they they kind of stri- try to stray away from hip hop because they have a narrow view of it of like this is the crowd they bring and we don't yeah, want that type exactly. of crowd <laughs> in, our, in our venue. But when you think about it, a lot of the coolest, most dope people come to these events because we don't have enough of that. We mm-hmm. don't have enough hip hop in Las Vegas Boulevard, you know. What right. I mean? But anyway, I think that's the biggest misconception of that genre is just that a lot of people outside of it or people who don't really listen to it don't have like a a, a very yeah. uh, like honest uh, a view of what's going on. Too and like minded. Now, like you see all these artists. There's so many artists. Um, and and like the new generation now, it's like it's like a it's like a mix of all these different genres. Like you know, you can say, I, in my opinion, SZA is one of the dopest MCs. Mm-hmm. And like her she's a singer you know what i'm saying but like her style is so f- fluid and like and so unique and like she's talking about her life you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and that's what to me what makes a great lyricist you know what i'm saying but anyway yeah i don't know i'm kind of getting on a tangent yeah, no, no worries good, man, man. <laughs> you, you, you were kind of touch, touching bases on how hip-hop kind of takes from all their genres and all that stuff how do you feel about did you hear about that situation with a a, a, a soldier boy and drake what happened, what happened? how oh. apparently uh drake stole that uh 
uh, from that Miss Me song. Tell me what's really going on. Oh, for what's happening? Like hey, that was man. that was a Soldier Boy. He took that entire part. I don't. I forgot Hoots. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about Soldier Boy, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a great quote about art. It's like uh, the greatest art is still. Yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I, the quote is. Or what is the quote? The quote yeah. is. Mm. Good artists copy, copy, copy great artists steal. steal. Yeah. yeah, right. So and where you could take something and give it completely new meaning. Make it your own. You make it your own. Yeah, right. And and there's no shame in that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You can always name your inspirations later on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, Chuck Chuck has an opinion on Soldier Boy, right? You. To be honest, because no, you were telling really. me. No, you were telling me that you were like, Yo, dude, I don't care what you say about Soldier Boy, say about his music, whatever. But he he kind of innovates. Oh, he, he, he did he innovate brings, a lot. He was a big innovator. I mean? He yeah. brings that I mean, new style of dance and like, you know It's kind of I mean? like Kanye, you know, like a lot of people will hate, but the man innovates a lot. And he, yeah. especially back in the day, like he did a lot. And even still now, like his influence well, Kanye is, is, is powerful. Is the most influential artist of his generation. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to put Soldier Boy and him in the same boat. No, definitely but, not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but Soldier had a lot of innovations as far as his generation that because- I mean, he was able to um, utilize MySpace and um, un- internet social media branding early, early. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he reached mainstream like success off that. Not a lot of artists were doing that at the time, and you know, you could say that he was one of the first. So, but anyway, like, yeah, like as far as that, everyone gets their inspiration from something else. Right. You know, the, I don't know if it's James Taylor, or somebody I forgot who it was like a great. A folk singer or great singer from back in the day and he said like honestly a lot of my f- best songs were made by learning the chords to something and making it my own yeah. right you know what I'm saying they'll never know that well, they it, copied you but that, basically that, that that's whole, what it is that whole uh, was it a uh no who, idea is that, a new idea. That's what I believe in too. It's just that, like every, no idea no, is a new no, idea. Yeah, no idea. No idea of yours is a new one. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's already been thought of. Everything and it's already has been, been done. Probably. Yeah, yeah. It's just you don't know about it. I'm kicking myself in the head right now because I can't remember what his name. Uh, t- uh, the engineer, engineer from Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Jones. Yeah, bro, I was kicking myself in yeah. the head. Like I'm like, he was one of my favorite engineers in the world, bro. I was like, Legend. Oh, why can I not remember Jones his name? Lighted. He. Uh, <laughs> we couldn't think I of. Said it. Common. <laughs> he said common. He's On like, the last episode, we had a uh, we had Jasmine up in here, and we were talking about podcasts, and then she was, and I told her if she had heard about that. I was like, "What's that podcast with that 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 angry rapper?" And we're trying to trying to remember what his He's name was. I was like, oh, "Come <laughs> And that's funny. They do look alike. They yeah. bald, light skin, yeah. without a beard. That, that I just beard, couldn't. Man. I just couldn't remember. Yo, but, but it, Joe Budden's podcast was dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. I just got into it, but um, I'm kind of salty that it's Spotify exclusive now because I'm Apple. So, <laughs> like, dude, I was too for the longest time. But it's I YouTube, switched. right? Are you YouTube? Oh, you're Spotify now. Yeah, word. I'm telling you, bro. Spotify. I know. Well, boy, boy, you I guys know. heard what uh, he told me. Spotify just bought out Anchor. Yeah. So. Okay. Have you heard of Anchor? Are they a podcast? A- Anchor.fm? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you okay. do you use Anchor for your for your podcast or do you use something else? I use um this thing called Podbean. Oh, uh, Podbean. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's there's like there's services like Podbean, Lipson, yeah. where you can just distribute. Your, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it's a distributor. Uh, yeah. But Anchor.fm is super Spotify. easy, bro, and really? auto publishes to all the major streaming. You well, know. well, with with Spotify buying them, does that mean ah, it becomes that's, exclusive? That's I don't that's know. That's why I'm scared of the. It iTunes just got thing announced today. 
It just got mm-hmm. announced today, and where all of our stuff is on Hanker.fm. So I'm wondering, like, okay, so I Spotify bought them. Why would Spotify let you upload to iTunes? Hopefully, it's just a business I mean? move. They yeah. just want more money, and they know like that's a market that they maybe, can. Maybe they're just trying know? to take in that distribution arm and making it like part of theirs. But mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully, there's no exclusivity deals because I know that's what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to take a lot of um, ex- getting um, a lot of uh, podcasters, yeah, in exclusive deals, okay. which is what the whole Aladdin podcast. Came so, in. so here's the thing though like i've heard joe rogan talk about this and he said that he would never put his his uh his uh podcast on spotify because of how they pay out oh yeah it's almost like next to nothing yeah you know what i mean so like in music too they're one of the lowest paying uh payouts for sure so i don't know what's gonna happen what's gonna be the move there like well good luck to everyone on anchor (laughs) good luck to everybody on anchor we're gonna have to switch (laughs) <laughs> just kidding just kidding no no we ain't switching that. anchor yeah yeah we nah should. but yeah I, 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 we got completely sidetracked I was talking about Quincy Jones <laughs> we're so oh, sidetracked yeah. bro Quincy Jones Quincy Jones alright so I was watching this documentary on Quincy Jones bro yeah and uh he was saying um shit I forgot where I was going with this bro oh man what, what were we talking about that something about a that? new idea is not a new idea that new idea okay uh, no he yeah. was saying how there was there's only like four four notes or four chords or, or eight notes or there was only a certain amount of musical notes that you could possibly play yeah and look at all the music that we've been able to create from mm-hmm. those four or eight or whatever there's a very popular chord progression a four chord progression i think it's one two four five or something yeah. like that and uh, the most important songs of all time all have that same okay, chord progression yeah. and just just to piggyback off that like in music in general like you know because music is numbers you know what i'm saying like the the um the chord combinations the notations are all numerical and there's only certain combinations that work you know what i'm saying yeah and like it's pretty expensive when you get deep into music theory with all the different types of scales and shit but like there's only so many right combinations you could do we we were talking about this if, if you're like a new artist that you're like creating your own style that's never been heard before it probably sounds like that transcendental like you know weird soundscape music where it's like mm-hmm. you got trash cans banging each other or like, it's like it just you know, doesn't sound like music right because yeah. music has a sound to mm-hmm. it but you know for anyone that's just getting into it or that, that wants to create a unique style for themselves the only thing you can do is be yourself like right. like you take every inspiration in your life every artist that you're bumping or your favorite artist but you make it your own so whatever that is that's you you know what i'm saying right. like if it ends up kind of sounding like somebody cool but make it unique you know what i'm saying make it mm. you like for real yeah. like there's you know th- like in, in 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 graphic design i'm sure like y- it's so easy to look like another graphic designer you know oh, what yeah. i mean and there's, but but there's on there's always something you can do to make it your own you know what i'm saying yeah, yep. yeah so follow your 100%. style 100% is there an artist that you want to collaborate with that you haven't gotten the chance to there's so many artists i want to <laughs> but um i guess uh as far as in las vegas i do want to be able to work with um you know all the r&b artists out here I want to okay. I want to corner that R&B market man for real uh, <laughs> there's a lot of great singers in Vegas and I, I believe that they are you know all of them are really talented and they yeah. they all deserve the best production so you know hit, hit me up man. Holla, at, holla at Moose man and if y'all need that you know that dope um, production you know to get people in their fields all that soulful shit you know there you go, man. So, yeah. And hold on, real quick. Do you, you write all your music, right? Yes, sir. So do you do you ever write choruses for singers, or do you see yourself I, that being an avenue? Yeah, um, I've done songwriting work too, and um, 
especially like in features that uh, collaborations I've done in the past, I usually write the song for them. Okay. Yeah, their, their part or stuff, yeah. Nice. Now, I, I, you know, I love, I love every aspect of music, man. From songwriting to production, the engineering side is wild. Yeah. Shout out to Dawson, that's 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 gang right there. You super know? I, dope, man. I know y'all had him here, you know. And like, you know, just there's every aspect of the from mixing, mastering, and now to the whole business side of it, like you know, like um, you know, the the branding side. I'm just getting into that too, and it's, yeah, it's it's so crazy how there's so much to learn, man. It's so much dope shit. Did out you ever there. release that Daniel Caesar remix? I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was. Oh, it's all on that. SoundCloud. It's all on SoundCloud. Yeah, I remember yeah. when you were playing that shit out. I was like, uh, at Commonwealth. I was like, Whoa, yeah. I was yeah. like, damn, this shit's so tight. I was like, I know this will remixed it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, man. I gotta so beat good. Yeah, yeah, you know, so um, good. yeah. That's why I think I like about SoundCloud is that I was able to like do all my um, edits there, you know, so I can yeah. do my production flex on there, you know what I mean? Because you can't post that shit on everything, but you know, at least for people who listen to SoundCloud, I think the greatest thing about SoundCloud is how it's able to empower the creators. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all these producers. All the best edits. If you're a DJ right now, you better yeah, be on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You can't find that on <laughs> yeah. Spotify or, or, or whatever distribution yeah. site. You know, there's a lot of DJ um, like uh, libraries that you can subscribe record to, whatever pools record pools and stuff. Yeah, yeah but the, the, you, you the, may the not SoundCloud find them have on SoundCloud. a the SoundCloud have like a, a, a tagging, like flagging for for samples or things like that. Yeah, they do. But Are they hardcore with it, like YouTube? Where not as much no. as they used to oh, be. Okay, but. I mean, you can still get caught, but you can't, like, you got to flip that remix. You got to make that yeah. joint yours, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, that definitely, that, it doesn't capture it on It the, sucks because, like, M Phases and all these, like, top dudes that I listen to, mm. you know, like Esta and all of them, like, yeah, yeah. a lot of them, like, they had to take down some of their a good lot, shit. A lot, yeah. But you go on Bandcamp, that's where you go yep. to find yep. their remixes. That's where I um, have my... Uh, my remix compilation at Smart where you bro. where you can kind of just like you know if you want to make a donation there's yeah. <laughs> but I was, yeah I was yeah. gonna ask you because you were talking about the about the process of of creating music from engineering to recording a lot of stuff do you have a set process for when like, let's say you want to write a song right now mm. what would be the process do you create the beat first do you think of the lyrics first how does that work it it differs man like um. I mean, for a while, I kind of stepped away from being an artist because, you know, I, I got really big in, in the DJing industry and yeah. like I was producing a lot of music um, behind the scenes and I was like, uh, I kind of stepped away from writing. But now, like whenever if I want to make a song right now, I have to start with a beat. You know what I mean? Like I have to think of the chord progression because I want to be able to um, write a melody to it. So I start from the chord progression, then get the drums in, you know, just a little rhythm. And then from there, that'll inspire the words, you know, but um for for a long time like it's just you know you think of a really dope line or a dip like you just experience something mm -hmm. and you go on your notes and you just write like a dope ass line yeah and then you start from there it starts from like one bar and then that could end up being the first line or it could be bar 12 on your verse or your hook it could be a hook but it starts from like one line or it could be and, a, and it could or, be a or, or, or it could be a chord progression or it could be a it, it could, could be a drum uh loop you know what i'm saying something yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or it could be a hat that you just say universe that's right oh yeah exactly <laughs> exactly exactly man no yeah. you know what's so funny man like there's a like if you listen to universe please listen to universe it's available on all um, streaming platforms but um there's a kind of a story that i don't talk about on the album that it's not really specific but the inspiration is that it, it, it came from this instagram picture from this um designer graphic designer i saw it was like this astronaut that was looking over at earth from like his space station he was mm -hmm. lonely and he was just kind of overlooking it it was just like a 15 second loop and it was just overlooking earth and that's the story about behind universe it was inspired by this like like this dude living on a space station and he's overlooking earth everyone he loves is there but he can't get home 
You know what I mean? And oh, that's, that's dope. And that's oh, you the, can't get home? Yeah, but the, the, the idea with Universe is that um, it kind of developed, it was inspired by this story, and that's where, like, how the albums plotted out. It was inspired by this story. But, I mean, you know, it's kind of more metaphorical than anything. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, yeah, man, inspiration comes from anything, bro. Like, my shit came from a fucking, uh, my boy's hat, you know what I'm saying? It came from a fucking Instagram animation animated GIF, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it all came together, man. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, it sounds dope. And one of my favorite tracks is uh, I got it written down right here. It was Chapters. Ooh, okay. with J.R. Aquino and Angel. Yes, yeah, yes. Can yes. you tell me about the what the process for the for that song was? Um, like, how, how did you decide to put those two specific people on the song? Well, you know, they're great friends of mine, Jr. We've been working for a long time now. That's my bro. And um, Angel is an artist that I've been working with. And uh, I wanted to feature him on the song. But any, like, the, the actual song came from, uh, so me and my ex, we, we were hanging out and, like, you know, got a little drunk. And then we started talking about, like, I started, I, I started, I wanted to pursue our, you know, to rekindle our relationship and uh she basically shot that down there's a little there's a little vocal skit in that song yeah, you know yeah. when i talk about it and not it's not necessarily word for word but that's how the conversation went yeah. you know what i mean i had to re remake it for the song but that's dope bro but, when you can have an actual experience like yeah. motivate a song like that yeah and like you know it's 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 one of the saddest songs of the album but like <laughs> bro i'm gonna tell you that's one of my favorites but though like, it, it just, ended up like your great. flow on it bro your flow was like i was like okay Thank you, man. i gotta listen to this dude you know Thank what i mean because because yeah. I'll, I'll be honest like before like, i knew you i knew you i knew your podcast mm. before i knew you even made music really yeah wow yeah because that's I, crazy I, I forgot how it was man it might have been maybe somebody tagged you and then or i went posted. to your page and then i saw that you had a podcast called course i nosebleed so i yeah, started listening to that wild. and, and, and I got to know you that way before I started listening to your music. Okay. And I was like, that's oh shit. Cool. Yeah, but that's tight, bro. Like you're good all around from podcasting to actual making music, producing, like Thank all around. Man. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah no, so. I, it's crazy to hear everyone's favorite song from the album. Everyone has like a different, a, a different favorite song, which is really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I heard a few people say chapters and it's actually like I was just checking the analytics it's the most played song on Apple Music and Spotify it's chapters, which is interesting obviously maybe it's because of JR you know shout out to JR um, but um, also it's just I think it, it resonates with people because you know everyone's gone through break, heartbreak you know yep. but it's it, it's so funny how like her checking me in that bar be like <laughs> you know it's not gonna work out what are you talking about like <laughs> you're just saying, you, say, you probably say that to every girl I'm like no, I don't. <laughs> you know? But it, it was inspired off that. And like, um, also, you know, with the composition of the song, like, you know, it, the, the line that I thought of was like, just another chapter in my life. No, no point looking backwards in my life. Like, like, like a book, you know, there's different chapters and you go from beginning to end. And like that song has like three different um, aspects. You know, you have the, the little house part in the beginning with the little, you know, drum loops and with the little kick um, going little samba bass line and then it goes to like this you know this jr's part is like the falling in love hook and then the skit and then the breaking up yeah and then yeah so it's like it's like it's like a book you know what i mean so so yeah. did, did they all write their own parts to the song uh, or? No, no i wrote everything oh you wrote everything yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's i wrote, I wrote everything on the album there you yeah. go, man. Everything. Hey, ex except for like um the features like deja deja okay. uh tej um, okay. wrote his part zelly uh, wrote her part and shout out yeah. tej and zelly yeah yeah so yeah man um 
I, I'm a I'm a big proponent of uh, the only way that you can if you really want make, make something the way you want it, just do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. And then bring in the best 100%. people. Bring in the best people that can execute that idea for you. You know. Right. So. But you also you also I'm a big believer that you attract the energy you put out. For and sure. if you put that kind of energy into the world where you're like you're 100 passionate about what you do, yeah. you're gonna attract hardworking motherfuckers too. You know what I mean? For sure. So I think that's one thing that I'm I'm so thankful for is a lot of the people that I've met. Um, you build relationships with them. These motherfuckers are the most talented people I know, man. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so blessed to be around just great energy all the time. And some of my closest friends I met through music, man. So there you go. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. uh, well, speaking of collaboration, what was your favorite collaboration of last year, 2018? In general, right? And just in general, yeah, yeah. <sighs> man, you know, I, 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 it's hard to think right now, but um, I'm a big fan of. Uh, Smino and Sango's collaborations. Oh, they had yeah. Smino Smino's one of my favorite artists right now. And Chuck uh, talks about him all the time. Yeah, I haven't heard Smino. You gotta bump that dog. Yeah, like, no, yeah. Ray he, told me he was tight too. Yo, he's yeah. on some yeah. next level shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, reminding me of like, like you know that feeling when you heard Kendrick or Chance or yeah. Danny Brown. He's like, a, just he, new. He's it's a like rapper, a new, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. He, but I play But his um his background is in choir, so he sings everything out. Um, and his flow is just next level, bro. But anyway, um, him and Sango had a couple records last year that was just crazy. I was like, damn, this is, I don't, I, no one else is making this. Like, Chlorine was yeah. one. So I like Monte Booker, too. Monte, That Cam, Ob uh, with Cam uh, Obi? No, Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, He's from uh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the homie. Yeah, man. Shout so, out to him. Shout out to Cam, bro, for real. Um, but yeah, man, like, definitely, yeah, they, ha they had a couple bangers, bro. Yeah. But, Even I mean, there were so many great collaborations. I, I just can't think of anything right now, but yeah. Um, for sure, though, they had a couple records. I was like, yo, this is next level, bro. Yeah. Hey, nice. I just want to make sure we good on, you good on time? Uh, it is yeah, 9, yeah, yeah. 8, 8, 8.32 right now. I'm good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Just cool. make sure. Because yeah. he has a show after this if you're listening. Oh, yeah. I know. I got to sing in an hour or so. <laughs> I just want to make sure he's good. <laughs> okay. You got to yeah, make yeah. sure you drink that no, hot but tea. I, I'm, I'm a, I love this conversation right now, man. No, it's yeah, great, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to ask you, what is a Bugatti spaceship? Oh, so uh, y'all seen Black Panther? Yeah. Yep. You know that scene at the end when they were um, they were in Oakland and they just built the whatever yeah. and like he landed the his little spaceship yeah. there. One of the kids like in like a background voice because he goes, "Oh, is that a Bugatti spaceship?" And it was <laughs> I died. I, I, didn't even died hear that I yeah, I died laughing in the theater because it's just like in the you know it's like yeah. the, I think the the editor the audio edit like the audio guy like panned it to the left or something yeah. and then like watch it on Black Pan on, on Netflix, nah. bro. I, I don't remember. remember I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. No, somebody, I didn't know that's where you got yeah. it from, bro. So that's somebody, nuts. Some, some kid just goes, "Oh, is that a Bugatti spaceship?" And I see it's just like a funny, like you know. So yeah. I'm always going for the laugh. Like yeah. that's, the, I guess that's the <laughs> inspiration of comedians for me is just like, like the artwork. Um, originally, Mikey had like done a rough of the picture, but the picture that he had chosen was me mugging the camera. And then I was, you know, I was like, "No, I'm not really feeling this." And I looked through the pictures that he, you know, of everything from the shoot. Yeah. And I saw this one. It was like a candid of me smiling and I was like bro this one we should pick this one which ended up being the artwork we should pick this one because it's funny bro like it's yeah. like if you saw that like oh this dude's laughing like what is this you know yeah. what I'm saying so I'm always trying to go for the funniest shit man but oh, anyway yeah. that's where Bugatti Spaceship came from that's dumb man yeah. <laughs> it's so random <laughs> that's, it's, shout out to Power Mindset you know what I'm saying I, I just think it's tied that that a piece of art can inspire more art you know what I mean oh, like, of course because I'm pretty sure they didn't make it with the intentions of inspiring anybody to make nah. a song called Bugatti Spaceship <laughs> yeah. but it happened you know what I mean <laughs> it's yeah. such a throwaway line I'm yeah. sure 
yeah they probably like the writer was like oh i think that would be funny to describe how their spaceship looks you know what i'm saying yeah. how their, their their little jet looks you know the nice. quinjet whatever yeah have you heard that song uh what's it called the moo oh, oh uh, doja cat doja, doja cat, cat. Oh she's so God. bad bro. bro she's so sexy i That's... think i think every every guy's pretty much like that yeah you know what i mean not to be sexist shout out not, to the not, me too shout well, out to beautiful woman you know shout out to my empowering. feminists you know what i'm saying shout out to women empowerment <laughs> but uh yeah she's sexy as fuck she, yeah, yeah bro. but anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a it's a pretty creative song like i want mcdonald's now <laughs> doja cat's actually dope though doja cat's super she's dope super yeah, yeah. things yeah, yeah there's a couple of joints i can't remember like the name cla- off her my head. old stuff i remember hearing it yeah like, on soundcloud yeah super dope. on soundcloud yeah. that's where i heard her it's like yeah i'm telling you man soundcloud is everything bro it, you know it's sad that it may not be as popular as it used to be but I know for a fact I credit a lot of um, I want to say the last four or five years of yeah, new artists came from SoundCloud. Do, do, still, do, do you yeah. think there's any competition for SoundCloud that's coming up? Because I'm not much into the audio engineering mm. space, but do you think there's any platforms that are up and coming that I don't are think giving so. SoundCloud a run for its money? Well, just the reason why what makes SoundCloud special is be, is is the social media aspect of it, uh, where it's kind of like it's a gathering of people. Yeah, that's what made it special. You know what I mean? Right, because you can comment on it. Yeah, you can, you can comment yeah. on it. You can message. People people and right. com- you know all that shit but it became kind of this thing where like um so every every, every every yeah exactly exactly yeah. which is what made myspace special and no social media were able to um d- duplicate it because of the music aspect of it right yep. like the music aspect of myspace is what makes it lit same thing with soundcloud like what makes it great is like there was all these next level artists and like they were able to create shit that like you can't find that shit elsewhere bro yeah so but maybe maybe well, i mean I, I know um Audio Mac is good. Shout out to DJ Boo. Shout out to Brian Z. Zizuk. You know what I'm saying? I know they're they're doing great things at Audio Mac, and I know yeah. they're probably. Damn, I never tra- even heard of that. They're they're another platform, oh, okay. and they're free. They um they, they don't charge you like how SoundCloud is charges creators to yeah. like monthly if you want like extra space. They're pretty cool, you know what I mean? But I mean, I don't know anyone duplicating how the magic that SoundCloud had, bro. I think it was just beautiful because you can hit up artists who are somewhat big, and they'd usually reply back. Oh yeah, and they give you like critiques. And it's like, oh, whoa! Yeah, you can yeah, never yeah. have that interaction with anything else. Anything so it's else like, yeah. I'm just waiting for sound for Spotify to do that same thing that SoundCloud's got going on with that I social th- media aspect of it. Because it will because it's, it's almost already happening with like because one of the reasons I love Spotify, bro, is because like if you're an op- artist that uploads, you get your analytics right there. You can yeah. post, you can post like, oh, I had this many streams in this right. many countries. That's something that Apple Music wasn't doing, which are, was already sold me on Spotify. They, they're doing it now, with so the, but they're, they have a beta. So they it, they yeah. have that incentive of of caring for the artist and kind of like you know what I mean so I'm almost thinking like what if they did do that what if what if Apple did that yeah. what if you could go onto Apple Music and it could be like a social media platform Damn. yeah you know it, I mean, I'm sure like they're so caught up in just trying to make the music streaming <laughs> like yeah. publishing uh, on point that they're probably gonna bring it in later but yeah man for real like that's one thing that no other uh, streaming site will be able to duplicate as a community that was yeah. built off SoundCloud like you said like being able to reach out to a creator like bro uh, just you know how easy it was to just contact a producer or DJ and just to book them yep yes. like so straight easy. up on there bro like, that's how I booked my gal I was like yo hit him up on SoundCloud shout out to my like, gal yeah yeah. 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 He, he seen his video I, I, is like he was making beats on YouTube on, bro, off just his, all death yeah. digital or yeah. whatever bro like, he's a genius yeah. have you he's, ever heard of sound a, designer right yeah have you ever heard of Sam Padrul 
So what's his name? Sam Padrul. He does uh, no. funk music. He's really Bro, good he's too. really dope yeah. like, doing funk music. And to be honest, like I was, I was, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hardcore fan of his. Okay. But one day I was, I was editing a, a wedding video, and I wanted to use one of his songs mm. for the, 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 the music video edit. Yeah. And I just sent him a message. Hey, bro, I'm editing a wedding video. Can I edit? Can I use your song? He goes, Yeah, yeah. yeah just send me a link afterward. I'm like, Oh. Boom. Boom. All right, cool. Hell I mean, yeah. then the dude's got like, you know, a couple tens of thousands of followers. I, I didn't think he was going to respond, but th- I, that's just the whole aspect of the it. The community you know? has you, bro. Like, yeah, yeah stability. I've, I've, I've gotten a few um, like bookings off of it too because of that. And like, or just, you know, people who want to use your stuff for their YouTube page. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Casey Neistat. He got, I got a couple of songs on his shit too because that's of that, nice. because of SoundCloud, bro. You probably got on Gary V's too. I bet you you did. I, I, I could get on Gary. I no, mean, I'm I pretty sh- sure you did. <laughs> oh, I did. I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, I feel. I should. I should. Uh, shout out to Gary V, man. Yeah, I know. See, that's the thing that um, the homie, you guys know, I don't know if you guys know Chris Poonsalon. He's a YouTube creator too, and he's a producer out here in Las Vegas. Y'all should talk to him. Mm. But he has a pretty big following on YouTube now as like a, a, a in the music production community. Yeah. And like, one thing he we were chopping it up about is just like, there's this whole new space for like the YouTube vloggers they use music and yeah. and they get millions of views and shit and that's another place to you know perfect platform to, to, for to, that to, to promotion yeah honestly the Casey Neistat boost that I got from SoundCloud or from his videos on my SoundCloud was crazy yeah you seen that <laughs> spike it, it was dr- <laughs> dramatic it was a dramatic <laughs> spike bro I was just like holy shit I need to do this every day that's like, that, was, that's like Bitcoin was, prices I was just about to say that I was just about to yeah, say that bro we the same way it looked like, bro. like a Bitcoin spike yeah. <laughs> it was crazy right. because like, I was like yo that's why I sent them like beats like folders of beats I was like yo you gotta you know what I'm saying whatever you want bro it's yeah. genius yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but anyway yeah, that's, that's another level of He's already promotion. getting millions of views on his videos. Someone's going to look at the, oh, what song was that? Because he always credits it. You right, know what I mean? right, right. So that's tight. That, that, yeah, it's crazy, man. So definitely be, you know, my advice for any music producer out there, any artist is just to be creative with your promotion, with your marketing. You know what I mean? Just utilize everything. You know, everybody, literally everybody that's a creator, is, we're a community. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we, if we can utilize each other, you know, definitely, you know. And then one we'll of my last, yeah. one of my last two questions was: Is there anything about you, moves the coolest, that people would assume that you that they shouldn't assume? You want to clear up, or huh? is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Like, is there anything about you that people should assume or wouldn't assume? This was a good question yeah, in my head, safe. bro. This was a good question <laughs> in my head. Bad. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad. Like, but is there is there anything about about you that yeah. people would assume that you that you think is wrong. Um, well, okay. And, you know, maybe this is me overthinking it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of an introvert. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in public places, um, I may not be the first to approach somebody or yeah. talk to somebody. You know what I mean? Uh, or I may, I may be quiet or whatever. But, you know... Uh, I, you could definitely I'm definitely approachable you know what I'm saying I, yeah definitely it's just it's just the introvert in me I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna be the first I'm not gonna be like you know giggity this, to meet everybody yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not that guy bro. you know what I'm saying but yeah. you know I think that's you know hopefully you know people don't have that perception and if you do you know what I mean just chop it up with me you know hit me up you know yeah. I think I'm pretty approachable you know what I'm saying so well yeah. you walked in here this was the first time I met you 
ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty pretty easy. Like, well, so it up. here's my thing, and and I know a lot of introverts probably think this too. Like, I guess is that you think that you know, or you make that claim or something. People ultimately assume that you're like this shy person or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of like in in a more intimate setting or with people you're comfortable with or people you vibrate vibe. You know, your frequencies vibrate correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's comfortable you know it's cozy but in like a club setting or in like yeah you know what i mean like or that shit i'm just like yeah, i need to go home bro just, yeah. i don't want to be here i just i just want to go home and yeah. get some tacos you know what i'm saying yeah, like you, you know what i mean because like honestly that's not me like i'm not that um there's uh there's like 400 people here in this tight little room and everyone's you know trying to pull that bad bitch and like and, and, and like everybody this, has an agenda everybody everyone has, has an a, agenda and right. like the music is annoying can't and I'm just talk. like and I'm just like and you can't even talk you can't move and I'm just like you know what I'm not that guy you know so yeah. I don't know I'm, I'm I'm the type of person I like I like intimate settings I like cozy settings you know? yeah, I like I like one on one conversations that's why I love podcasts you know exactly what I'm I, I love that shit and, and I love um, being around I love being around people like minded people so yeah so definitely that might be one perception of me is that I might seem like an asshole, yeah. but feel free to talk to me. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. So, you know, if you, if you want to chop it up with me, I'm, I'm more than welcome to, um, uh, please do. You know? There you go, man. And yeah. last question, yeah. what are your goals for 2019? Um, well, I have different goals for like different aspects of my career, but right now I'm in the process of, uh, um, expanding my you know like my dj residency so yeah. that's my goal is to be on the las vegas boulevard strip as a dj there you go oh, yeah. and uh and then another obviously is to create as much music as possible and uh producing and, or you know my own music and and or my music and um and honestly the biggest goal that you know relates to all these other goals is that i want to be able to quit my nine to five man like i don't want to be able to re- i don't want to rely on a nine to five gig no more i want that's truth i yeah. want my skill set to be able to pay my bills and I never have to worry about money and I want you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm not trying to be rich I'm not trying yeah. to be famous I don't give a fuck about none of that shit man I'm honestly just concerned about making sure there's food on the table my family's good you know my bills are paid and I'm cozy that yep. I get you know I that I have a place to make make my music got weed to smoke you know what I mean mm-hmm. have my people's good my fam, my friends good my homies good and create a platform for my city to be able to you know what I'm saying take control of take back our city you know what I'm saying yeah that's my goal for 2019 for show is Sick. just to you know do all that everything I just said so good stuff, good stuff man <laughs> putting that stuff. in the universe yeah, yeah. wow universe now, putting yeah. that in the universe yes there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was gonna say bro that's a good that's a good answer man me and Chuck always talk about that too we were talking about like what what would be a good point like well a good point for any creative would be to quit your job and not have to worry about money because that worry about money really damages your perception on life period right because yeah. okay you can't put 110% into what you love yeah. because you're too worried about well I gotta make money for this bills. for that bills yeah. you know what I mean like if you just eliminate bills I don't have to drive a, an expensive car. I don't have to, you know, yeah. have the nicest things. I just want to be able to have time because time is the most valuable thing. Yeah. And, yep. and you know? one thing I realized when I was younger, I was always, you know, I talked about it in the album. I was trying to be the goat. I was yeah, thinking of Grammy us, speeches and, try, you know, we all have these dreams or whatever. But then I, I started, you know, being more with industry uh, um, people and like you realize that there's people here in the industry that's, that has careers in the music industry or in any industry like they're not the front face they don't make millions of dollars you gotta be like the 5% 
Yeah, like, but but the you fact know? is, you can still be in this industry that you love and you're passionate about, and like, st- and, and make a career out of it. Yeah, you don't have to be the front face. Yeah. You don't got to be the famous dude. You just nope. got to figure a way out, a way to to utilize your skill set that you've been mastering your whole life, right. and you're passionate about. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, man, that's my goal for this year is just to for sure just be able to um, utilize this ten thousand hours that I put into this shit, and, and, and uh, yeah, take it to the world, man, for real. And and I think with passion and dedication and hard work bro you'll you will get it because yeah, you're too so. talented to be working at nine to five to be honest thank you brother you know thank you. yeah I, 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 I agree too <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> no and I, it, 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 like you know I, I, that's probably one of um my flaws as, as a human is like whenever i'm not passionate about it i don't give a fuck about it and yeah. like you know at my job or any job i've ever held i'm always that like apathetic motherfucker <laughs> and you know I, I try to work hard but just gonna get by. I, I'm just there to collect a check and, Bro. That's, and that's the absolute worst thing that's, the, that's the absolute worst thing you can do as a human Yes, is when you're just somewhere you don't want to be for you know financial reason or for whatever reason we yes. there for and that, that's the worst thing you can do for yourself you know and, and it's funny cause like I always tell myself too like you know don't be somewhere that you, you can't give 100% to right but it's almost like a contradic- contradictory thing because it's like you also need do need that money. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying go in there and do half-ass your job. Yeah. 100% go in there and do what you got to yeah. do. Take care of business. Yeah, learn. But yeah. but it's just that thing that kills you, bro. Where you're yeah. like you're you're there and you see your time. Like you're, I'm not doing what I want to be doing here. Right. You know. So, but you know I don't want people to get impatient though. It's just I want yeah. people. Like, you can't give that advice to everybody. Tell everybody yo just quit your job and no no. Uh, there's there's you gotta a time be and, smart about there's it. There's a time and place for everyone. Yes. And there's a time and place for everyone that like you know where whatever the your road takes you and there's a time there's gonna be a time where you take that leap of faith and it and the universe literally will tell you you know what i'm saying there you go so came full circle man i think we hit the two hour mark bro to be honest oh really like an hour 20 oh that's good that's a good that's a good podcast length yo okay well never mind if you're that was a good conversation if you're in your car right now this is a great time to wind down you know what i'm saying perfect i hope you enjoy this podcast make sure you guys subscribe to the youtube channel yo make sure you subscribe to morning dinner of course i know bleeds all that shit actually what i was gonna say we're gonna put all your information down below your twitter your instagram i don't know if you have a twitter but i just said twitter yeah yeah yeah. and all your social media your your podcast you will link it down below people can check it out at most the coolest on everything there yep. you go man and, and what's uh, the podcast one more time uh, courtside nosebleeds find it on apple music spotify everything there we oh, go you guys should see chikim and chuck there next year and i will yep. no i'll see you guys i, I will have next you guys year. on the podcast for sure 2025 <laughs> i'm probably gonna be nervous as hell <laughs> yeah um, but yeah man i appreciate y'all for having me out I, I wanted to, for anybody i wanted to talk to you guys you know what i'm saying because yeah. uh, also i wanted to say that your guys's branding and everything is so lit your podcast you have the best guests you have great guests you know what I'm saying Very thank you man all encompassing of any any styles putting platform for Vegas yeah and y'all Instagram is so lit <laughs> dude I'm actually I don't know how this worked out because like the thing is like so we're trying to do at least one episode a week right yeah. at least at the very least because we both get busy with freelance and all that stuff and right. work and having a job family and all that stuff but uh, we had somebody scheduled for this week and we weren't able to get get him in mm-hmm. they, they, they by you know circumstances outside of our you know reach uh, but you the day that they canceled on us you, you hit us up hey, hey so uh when yeah. can I, you know what's yeah. the was, podcast i was, I was like bro that was bro that was like yeah. it was like a match made in heaven like i like, couldn't have it more, more <laughs> yeah, perfect timing perfect. i was like yo let's do it in march man what y'all what y'all got time in march bro yeah but yeah, nah, i appreciate y'all for having me for real because yeah. you know i'm a big fan of y'all pies thank so. you so much yeah, man, man. Yeah, definitely yeah, like i said we'll put everything down below hey thank you for joining us and thank you guys for watching we'll catch you guys in the next morning dinner yep.
I'm coming to get you. You in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.